Card presents Back Issue Bloodpath with your hosts, Andrew Young and Petula Neal. The original definition of a comedy was a play that ends with a wedding. With this story of Astonishing X-Men, it starts with a wedding, but ends with a family fight. Sounds kind of fitting, being the X-Men and all. Welcome to Back Issue Bloodbath. I'm Andrew Young. I'm Petula Neal. And uh, this week, we are looking back at a wedding in the X-Men comic. Of course, there's been a number of weddings over the years, and as, as I said, they haven't gone very well. This case, the wedding did okay. It was in Astonishing X-Men number 51, uh, North Star. Got married to uh, his boyfriend, Kyle. And for the most part, there was drama before the wedding. There was drama after the wedding. A lot of drama after the wedding. But during the wedding, they actually got through the entire ceremony without any major problems. And so I say good for them. Good for you, North Star. But, uh, of course, there was a long, epic journey that happened after that. And this is the story we're going to talk about today from Astonishing X-Men 51 to 56, written by Marjorie Liu with art by Mike Perkins. Now, Petula... When this came out in 2012, did you happen to read it at the time or at least hear about it? I heard about it and even checked out some of the covers. Here's the thing. We know how I feel about a Hellfire Gala. I peeped the covers, honestly, to see like what was happening in the outfit situation. And I'm going to say it was very like almost like a work event. It wasn't. It was a very were, tame wedding. Yeah. It was yeah. a very tame wedding. And yeah, I think it's like, that's, let's fit this in between this day at work and that day at work. Yeah. Well, think about the situation just before this wedding. North Star's boyfriend is mind controlled, as well as a number of other X-Men are mind controlled. And North Star has to basically fight the X-Men to get to his boyfriend, who then tries to kill himself because he's under mind control. And he has to stop his boyfriend from killing himself and killing him. And when it's all said and done, they find out that their teammate Karma was the one controlling him. And no answer was really given at that point before the wedding. Why? So there's a good like 60, 40 here that maybe most people were like, I, I don't know if this wedding's actually going to happen. I'll just rent whatever. And, uh, you know, in two weeks, if it happens, cool. If not, well, at least I didn't have to go all out for it, you know? Yeah, it was just very, let me wear my work clothes to the wedding. That's all. It's fine. You know, <laughs> you're right. They just got us something. And as always, they they jump right into something afterwards. I was just hoping perhaps, you know, first one or two Hellfire Gala level fits wasn't getting it in this. Listen, And, and that's why I like... didn't pick up the individuals right. at the time. Because I was like, yeah, I'll read this eventually. If this had been like... I don't know, like if Destiny and Mystique actually tied the knot. Thank you. That would be a very stylish wedding. Yes. But this is Northstar. And as we know, Northstar is a guy that's kind of like, he's very much like a, I just get it done type person. Yeah. I almost wish he'd gone full like Canadian tuxedo. Then at least there would have been something like more personality <laughs> in his fit. <laughs> no, he just went with a traditional black tuxedo. Most guys do. But yeah, it was kind of kind of interesting in the sense that the turmoil between the group is really prevalent. And most of the time, it's not even like the group that's causing it. Somebody from the outside is affecting the group. Like as we go on, we find out 
what was actually going down with Karma. And this was the team that it wasn't around for too long. Marjorie Lou was only on the book, I think, for uh, maybe a year or two, if that. And the team was put together as like it's Gambit, Wolverine, Warbird, North Star, Karma, and my oh, and Iceman. That's kind of the core team that they have going on here. Which, when you say it all out loud, it sounds like an odd grouping. Like it doesn't sound like the grouping you'd put those particular characters together. I could see them each all making up different X-Men rosters. But them together as a group, it very much seems like, okay, this does seem like a team that might have some turmoil going on. Because every one of them, for the most part, has had those Death Wish moments, has had those I've been mind-controlled moments, has had those questioning if they're a good guy or a bad guy moments. It's not the most secure, you know, like rah-rah team. And so to see them come together for this wedding, it's a nice little moment, but it passes really quickly because they're much more into figuring out what the hell happened to Karma. When Northstar saved Kyle and broke him free of the mind control, Kyle, under mind control, had taken a shot at him. And that bullet hit Karma. It looked like a straight shot into the stomach, but apparently it wasn't because she survives. After that, like they're searching for her. They're searching for a wounded woman. And she is trying to figure out why the hell she did what she did. And there's much more of a origin backstory about Karma and her connections to family members in Vietnam and there's a hidden agenda, a new villain who had quietly been causing shit behind the scenes for the past number of issues, and that villain gets revealed. It's almost like this wedding happens, and then it's like, okay, well, now that's out of the way. They still make an effort to have Northstar and Kyle's relationship continue to be important throughout the rest of the arc, but it becomes really difficult because Kyle's not a mutant. So... When Northstar has to head off to the other side of the world, there's only so many things you can do with Kyle in this story. Kyle barely gets a wedding night. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real smash and dash. Sorry to that man. Hopefully you get a, a better honeymoon afterwards. It is a problem for a lot of writers to let their characters get married to somebody who isn't their work wife or husband. Because then, to your point, how do you work them into the story? How do you make the wedding not just like a kind of stunty event? Mm. How do you make it stay relevant? It's so interesting now going back to this arc, especially since they've done a lot of attempts to refix karma after this. And it's not just Marvel, uh, but often what they do with some of their AAPI characters, there's always, always ends up being some sort of like connection to some kind of organized crime or villainry, usually a relative. And then that ends up being like their whole thing. Mm. And it's often super tropey. And like only recently they brought in the writer from Magic Fish to do uh, a special issue with Karma and fix their name because their name was kind of like not really correct it was basically kind of like gibberish, like not really correct kind of Vietnamese naming convention. Right. Um, she's got a girlfriend now. So this is real twofer for Pride. The rest of her life wasn't really part of this then. And in a way, like reading this now, knowing what they've done to 
fix karma later, it kind of makes this one a little more kind of interesting to go back to see the building blocks of what she was going to become. And in a way, kind of pulls focus from poor North Star, which, you know, again, he just wants to have a nice time with his man and not get mixed up in too many shenanigans. But I feel like his whole move here isn't really about his character. It's kind of, I don't see him like the other characters when they have a partner. Like we get mentions of other people's past weddings, good or bad, and how they've gone. A lot of Wolverine being sort of nostalgically salty. <laughs> like <laughs> a little bit of, oh, I remember my weddings. Oh, baby, we all do. That was not a good time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they're all with dead women now. <laughs> they're all they're all they're, dead. They're all dead. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, in a way, I'm kind of happy for Northstar that he had low-key a super boring wedding. Yeah. And, like, at the time, it was, like, a very big political event. Good Lord, who knows what people would say now about it. But at the time, it was how boring it was is almost kind of, like, a bit of a blessing. Yeah. And well, I think- I, there was fear, but I feel like the kind of weird energy that would come around this storyline now versus like when it came out Mm. would be even more like it's a comic book about people in spandex with superpowers and yeah like it's marjorie did this is upsetting you yeah Yeah. i felt that marjorie did a good job of addressing the fact that yeah some people still have a problem with this type of thing the parts where puck has to go to the uh the bar tent to drink a lot before the ceremony. Cause it's just so weird to him. And it's like, well, he is, you know, people forget cause puck is the way he looks and everything. He's really old as well. And so he's comes from the world war two era, which again, yeah, some people might have problems from that era of trying to accept that. Okay. That's written in pretty well there. Havoc. Who's like very white bread. It's sort of like, I don't know what my grandma would have thought of this if she was around. Again, that's also another common kind of thing. But it's done so in a way where it isn't like, hey, these characters are being assholes about it. They're just dealing with their own prejudice. You know what I'm saying? And Yeah, uh, it it is very much kind of voice of the reader. They're just having different characters who, and some of the characters, I don't even necessarily think they would be like that again not all minorities empathize with all other minorities mm. but i do feel like especially the x-men would be a little more tolerant or at least your your xavier x people in theory should be because mm. of the school and everything not saying only villains would be intolerant but yeah i, I feel like a lot of that was put in for certain readers and not necessarily was it true to necessarily every character oh yeah no of course not yeah of course not it was interesting to me warbird stating her objection because i don't even know if like the objection was because of it being a same-sex marriage but i almost got the vibe off of warbird that she just doesn't agree with the ceremony of marriage yeah i like to (laughs) yeah i was like i you're not you're not unpacking this which i i kind of like that more it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe you just like don't believe in love or think this is stupid or yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or think but, everyone should be focusing on the recent mind control and physical damage. Like yeah. maybe, yeah. Of course, the wedding goes off with pretty much without a hitch. And then Wolverine 
Oddly, he has indigestion. That's a weird. Which way should to... have been his first sign that yeah. there's something more wrong. Considering if you have super healing power, I'm pretty sure you don't get the poops after too much ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that. That's uh, that seemed kind of odd. And so he staggers off into the field. Well, beforehand, of course, he gives Storm a peck on the cheek and says, "Save a dance for me, darling," which uh, was the way that Storm was like, "Oh, I'm a married woman," and everything like that. That was the foreshadowing of the plans for Jason Aaron's. Wolverine and the X-Men storyline. Storm would leave Black Panther, not for Wolverine. She leaves Black Panther first and then ends up with Wolverine for a bit. But so I felt like that was put in there specifically for like foreshadowing of events of that. And then he stumbles out into the middle of the field. They're in Central Park, I believe. They're holding the uh, the wedding. Suddenly he sees Karma in the woods there. And then Wolverine's stomach explodes. <laughs> and it's because... They infected Wolverine with nanites. It was kind of odd. Just because Wolverine, I would feel like any foreign agent, his body would reject it right away. But you never know. Again, this, this, it's a mechanical kind of thing. So maybe it had a way to counteract the healing factor warning signs. Wolverine gets blown to bits, but he's Wolverine, so he gets better. Well, he has a pretty gnarly recovery on this one. I do like it when they sort of have your half-melted Wolverines. Yeah, well, like Bobby that. was like, I think it was Bobby's like, oh, I'm craving meatloaf now because of the smell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The art in his uh, hospital kind of recovery moment was very, yeah. Anyone want some spam? Like, yeah, that's what his whole half-melted situation was giving it's kind of fun yeah yeah yeah. and so the team then goes out looking for karma overall this little mini run kind of feels very okay let's do this big event but then we have all these other things going on Mm -hmm. they jammed a lot into it and in a way that's kind of nice because it wasn't like the wedding wasn't a big deal but the wedding was a big deal so i don't know i don't know if it if anything, this is sort of the opposite of a like gay agenda piece because like the wedding's very much like this was literally just something that we smashed in between like work meetings. But like as you said, the level of yeah. normality is actually yeah. kind of refreshing. Yeah. yeah, it is very refreshing. Yeah, because it's just a wedding, not a wedding. In the middle of the book, we kind of get what's actually happened to Karma this entire time. The reveal that she's being controlled and we get some flashbacks to what, you know, like 10 days before and stuff like that. And it's like, I felt like, okay, so this is put in here just so we can finally get a good feel for this team. Like them all meeting up to go to Gambit's place because Wolverine wants to have an emergency meeting and stuff like that. That stuff I felt was kind of nice. And like seeing Karma with uh, her younger brothers and Kitty, you know, going to the Natural History Museum. We're getting to see Karma not all bloody and angry. it's kind of reminding of you, hey guys, remember she's she's actually a good guy. <laughs> it's like we spent the last kind of three issues not, you know, just having her pull shit. And uh so it's just like, hey, now we're gonna get into the deeper moments of how somebody's fucking with her. And of course the reveal is there that her long lost sister is the culprit who's running everything. And that's where I got, when, when the X-Men decide to confront her, that's where I got, uh, old school Sebastian Shaw vibes of mm-hmm. like basically the X-Men going to where this person quote unquote works and going, Hey, we know you did this, this and this. And then she goes like, 
Yeah, I did. I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you... a, I'm about to do it to all y'all. And here's yeah. what you're going to do for me. Yeah. I'm looking for a new summer property. I've been really scouting locations. Genosha a bit. Genocide-y. Uh, but you know what? Madripoor, it's got business. It's got pleasure. It's got criminals. It's got party time. I think it's the place for me. Not really into the whole estate agent situation. So I've infected you all with nanoworms. So just go take it over with me. And I love that. Actually, that was kind of my favorite moment of just dumb X-Men stuff. Yeah. Well, I also loved was the, oh, by the way, you got 24 hours to do it. Yeah. 24 hours where I blow up New York. Mm. Everybody's, you know, those things I've infected you guys with, they're all in that in every citizen of New York now as well. Yeah. So all these spores have dropped from the sky and now everybody's infected. So go do it. Like that was a cool concept and everything set up. And then it felt like the end was rushed. It's like mm-hmm. they get to Madripoor and it's like, okay, quick, quick. We got to get through this. Okay. Reverse that. Take care of this. Reveal the second special guest. Then we'll have a face off between the three characters and explosion, explosion. And oh, we're done. Although the Bobby fake out was. The art there was a beautiful Joker fall into yeah. like <laughs> the vat. Yeah, that so, was the moment again. That was yeah. the moment they they were basically playing with the fact yeah. that this team doesn't play well together, and they played into that. Like yeah, people know it was a Joker be- fall into a Gollum T two moment, and it was beautiful. Yeah. Like the way they drew it because he's ice and he's falling into something hot. It was so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But I also found a, like the little subtle thing, like I, you know, you see right away, like some of these things, they tip their hand right away on like the Iceman one was a nice surprise, but they tipped their hand right away on the Gambit and Viper having an argument, but they're touching each other's hands with their thumbs and you tell, oh, okay, so that's Morse code. They actually, I think there is even like a tap, tap, tap on the page at one point. And it's like, okay, so that they're obviously sending her a message. Okay. I felt they could have done a good job of being more subtler with that as well. Just because, as you said, the, the Iceman in a fake out was a nice touch in the story. And then we get to the, like the big final moment where Karma is faced with her family, so to speak, and has to deal with the family drama. And that I felt was the most rushed. That mm-hmm. it's like, we just introduced this guy and we're supposed to feel like anger feelings, but he's barely on the page before it ends, you know? And her sister was awesome. Like terrible. She did terrible things, but it's like, no, the sister was a good villain. I'm just saying nothing. The ending didn't have a great payoff when those three characters came together. Yeah. If somebody also was going to get shot by someone, I would have preferred if the sister killed the father. Mm. And, you know, as always, whenever they get incarcerated, they get away. So it's like you could have still had her out in the streets, but whatever. It's fine. It's fine. When we get to the story wrap up, I felt like North Star, he, at some point in his career, he's bound to have had a mission or two with Spider-Man. And maybe they just had like conversation, you know, like North Star being, I was like, you know, I'm from Canada. I spent a lot of time in New York. What's like the best views? And he's like, oh, you got to get up on the bridge, man. The bridge is great because it's like suddenly at the end, North Star and Kyle are up on the top of the bridge hanging out. And it's like, that's a Spider-Man thing. you know? Yeah. I And it was cute. Like they had the elevated kiss moment at the wedding where he's flying a little bit with his man and then having that at the end where he's just kind of normal married couple stuff, kind of complaining about your day at work. And- <laughs> 
but wanting to, you know, still have your date night with your partner because you agreed to, you know, once every two weeks go out for dinner or lunch. And yeah, again, this sort of how boring their relationship now, it seems kind of sweet. Right. I think at the time it was more, this really seems shoved in. It is kind of shoved in amongst a whole bunch of other stuff, but that's really most X-Men runs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's X-Men life. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, of course, the art is by Mike Perkins. Mike Perkins at the time was one of those Marvel like go-to guys that it's like, we got a new book. We'll throw Mike Perkins on it sort of thing. He was, he wasn't like a big superstar for them, but he was like a reliable hand who produced work. I'm guessing like on, on, on deadline because he got a lot of work and he popped up on so many different books. The visuals for this, they're good. It isn't like they stand. I was like, Oh my God, this is the most dynamic art I've ever seen. But it's like, you look at it and go, Oh yeah, no, this is, this is fun. This works for what we're doing there. I think the uh, probably out of the most of the characters, the most interestingly drawn was Warbird, but that's like Warbird's got a design that's automatically interesting. Yeah. the Some of the covers, like Noto was doing the covers, I think, for at least some of these. My favorite was the um, for 55 where the X-Men are like the little bullets. Right. Yeah. That was, again, it was cute not cute enough for me to pick up the individuals at the time because again wasn't getting very many hot wedding looks <laughs> um uh, honestly my favorite panel of the couple together was the the morning after the wedding night just sort of the rumpled bed sheets again like it wasn't like super sexy it was very much like we already lived together we were already dating well it's not like we waited for our wedding night to smash for the first time it's just very <laughs> like you know Came home, handle business, because you kind of got to do it on the wedding night or else you'll never live it down. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> or as close to your wedding night as possible with all the drama going on. So, like, that part of the art I like, but definitely it was better in the violence, like the Bobby Joker fall. Yeah. In the fight stuff. Um, I will say, uh, like, Melty Wolverine, again, a favorite. Some of the face stuff. Didn't necessarily love all of the the expressions. Okay. But I also think you almost need more of a portraity kind of type artist if you want to go for we're gonna have a lot of emotional close-ups of people's faces at a wedding. So for this artist in their style, they were much better in the back half where it was more stabby stabby punchy punchy. Like the the fight yeah. against the like fake X-Men was probably the most dynamic yeah and the look at the, the design yeah. of the fake x-men look pretty cool yeah and uh, also in the back end you get uh, wolverine as patch which uh viper points out is the worst disguise ever because everybody mm -hmm. magipore knows it's wolverine now but you know it's magipore you gotta it's mandatory to get the obligatory patch appearance so that was nice to see in there but overall again it's like it wasn't like anything jumped out and was like wowed me with this book but at no point did i feel like the art went astray. I felt like it was solid artwork for the story. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we've talked many times about how over the years they've struggled with portraying people of any kind of color. And I think, again, this was in an era where they're getting some things better. Mm. But some things were like the face on the, the dad, especially was like, you're doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I get it. He's terrible. You don't have to try to like make him look like a monster. No, you got to put in every affectation of a stereotypical villain from the seventies and eighties. Yeah, on one face. That's the way. It is. Yeah, it was very. Yeah, so much eyebrow. Just so much happening there, and I love a brow, but this was just. Yeah, you're doing too much. So overall, do you think it's a story that people should revisit or visit for the first time if they haven't? In a way, it's probably weirdly a good intro for people because you see a lot of different characters, but nobody's doing anything like super memorable. Mm -hmm. But you get an idea of different dynamics and how they work or don't work well together as a team. Right. So in terms of like reading at the time and in the rear view, a historic mini run that maybe didn't at the time work out the best for a character like Northstar, but now I'm 2023 great for karma. This is the kind of like mini run. That's good to read. If you're starting to get into the Krakow stuff because they throw so many people at you, this sort of lets you focus on a little subset right? and see like, okay, this is before they kind of work the kinks out. Right. Gets you into your yeah. comfort zone of like, okay, well I'm following yeah. these seven characters. So when I have to jump to Krakow and follow 30 characters, at least I've had a little bit of time, a respite. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. It's good, like workplace event episode, lead up wedding, and then the after, which is really about the rest of the story and not about the wedding. But in a way, unfortunately, does what most weddings do, whether it's you know a sitcom or comic book, kind of ends up sometimes sidelining character for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, no, I thought I thought it was okay. Again, Marjorie Lou, I'm a big fan of. This to me was not close to her best work. It was but it was solid. Again, with this creative team, I've seen them each do better things, but the story they told was solid. Wasn't bad, wasn't amazing, but definitely was an all right read and flowed nicely. Like I didn't feel like it went off the rails at any point. So yeah. Sure. Give that, give it a look. Check it out. We've come to the end of this week's Back Issue Blood Bath. Petula, where can the good folks find you? At inatif.com, on Twitter, Instagram, Hive Spoutable, TikTok at Obesakatawit, O-B-E-S-A-C-A-N-T-A-V-A-T. And here with you. Of course, you can find everything I do over at geekardshow.com. Follow me on Twitter at geekard. Follow this very show on Facebook at Back Issue Blood Bath, where we post the new episode every week. And the easiest way to make sure you don't miss an episode is to subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice and leave a five-star rating and review. And, uh, you know, once you've done all that, just remember it's summer. So there's a good chance you might be spending a number of weekends at friends' weddings. Party responsibly, but also if you want to stay in Petula's good books, wear a good fit. Wear a good fit. Even if you've worn it before, if it's giving, serve the look. There Better to wear your top look twice than to wear a mid-look for some event where there's a lot of pictures. That's all I'm saying. And that's one to grow on. This has been Back As Your Bloodbath. I've been Andrew Young. I've been Petunia. Have yourself a good... <laughs>